Hi, I'm Connor. And I'm Jeremy. We're the hosts of an upcoming limited series, The Legend of Zelda Games Club, on patreon.com slash superNPCradio. We love the Zelda series to heart pieces. So throughout the year, we'll be covering the mainline Zelda games starting in April, running all the way through November. Subscribers at the $10 DJ Toad tier over at patreon.com slash superNPCradio will get an episode twice a month with some of the best Zoras, Hillians, and Dekus around. Not only are we covering the entire mainline series, but we'll also be going over or other Zelda topics along the way. That naughty little tingle might even sneak an episode for free every now and then. We can't stop him. We've tried. Want a deep dive on the hookshot? It's coming. Fascinated by Zelda clones? We're covering them. Always dreamed of a Zelda space solace? Well now, my Goron brother, it's happening. Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio and subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier. We've got a ton of fun in store this year as we explore Hyrule, Termina, Koholint Island, and more. And don't forget, it's, it's dangerous, dangerous to, to go, go alone. alone. Take, Take us! us. This morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario, K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt. And today, well, we're talking about our E3 predictions. That's right. It is the most beautiful time of the year. And that is, of course, that time of year when all the big dogs come out to play, showing their new toys, showing their new announcements. And we hear uh, a couple, a few video game experts have a few things we like to, uh, we'd like to see. Uh, maybe a few things we know we won't see. And we want to talk about those. I don't know, but uh, I'm eager to get into it. I'm going to introduce the members of the Zoo Tycoon crew. Lickety split. We've got, of course, uh, your, your industry mate. Your uh, your IGN your IGN boy your company man Nick Limon how's it going buddy Hey how's it going man Thanks for having me back on I promise promise not leaving fifteen minutes into this one You I'm <laughs> in it for the long haul baby Excellent brother uh, Welcome to the show We love to have you back I oh, love to see you. you go But I love to watch <laughs> you walk towards me You know what I mean Um. Yeah, it's 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 a true honor. You're uh, you're an honored guest, and of course, the uh, well, the the just the, the most dang rowdy rabble rouser this out of the Mississippi. We got uh, Mr. Jake Sprague in the house with us. How you doing, Jake? I am doing so good. I do have a heart out in about fifteen. So I don't know how we want to handle <laughs> oh, Great, oh, no. excellent. Uh, big game guy. Been playing long time, and I assume <laughs> been still playing. <laughs> Been playing games, yes. Been, been yeah. playing games uh, recent and uh, long time as well. Recent uh, today and back to the past. Yes, um, previously. That's, that is, uh, that's good to hear. Well, fellas, I'm excited to get into this with you. I feel like this is a good group to talk about E3 predictions, you know. Um, uh, I feel like the three of us, we maintain a level of giving a shit, you know. We kind of, we look at the news. We browse the the pages, the old back pages. We kind of see what's going on uh, behind the behind the old curtain, you know. We, we use our critical thinking to try to <laughs> understand uh, this industry we call video Unfortunately. games. Unfortunately. 
Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, man, why, why didn't yeah. I, like, double down on being a doctor or something? Instead, I had to focus on video games? Ugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Call me Dr. Mario, because I'm, uh, I'm a game guy, all right? <laughs> Is that your I'm last a game name? boy, some yeah. might say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jake, I'd love to hear, though, before we get started, uh, if you'd like to kick us off with what you've been playing. Oh, sure. I have been playing a lot of Knockout City and a lot of Returnal. So, you know, very action-heavy games, really good story in Knockout City, and a lot of great (laughs) dodgeball action in Returnal. So, yeah. I missed that part in Return. I don't remember. On Atropos, there's a dodgeball area? That's, yeah, it's I mean, a lot of dodgeball. Well, the story kind of, it, it's drip fed to you, and the <laughs> further you get, you're like, oh, this is about dodgeball. It's all revealed mm. to be just a concussive attack from all the dodgeball bludgeonings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about Knockout City. Uh, I played Returnal a little bit. Uh, we'll get to that, but I want to I wanna hear about Knockout City. What's Is this game fun? Knockout City reminds me uh, reminds me of two things. It reminds me of one of those old summer of arcade Xbox games where you could just pick it up with your friend. If you and all your friends got it, you would love it for, you know, two months during the summer. And strangely enough, I feel like Knockout City, when I'm playing it, it feels like I'm playing a mobile version, like a third person mobile version of Mario Tennis. So you're moving around the environment, but you're using like the Mario Tennis lob, curve shot, and regular shot uh, mechanics, mm-hmm. and you're attacking people with that. It's I think it's really fun. It's way more fun than it should be. It could have been a disaster, and I think it's great. Yeah, I I am obsessed with it as well. Uh, I've been playing it. I'm at like I think I'm actually ranked 69. No, no exaggeration. Dude, okay. I ranked 69 today. I I, I literally <laughs> ranked 69 today. Whoa, <laughs> are we I think serious I'm, here? I, I, here we go. <laughs> yeah, that gets 100%. you one of those. I think I think the game has a lot of. Uh, I, I remember this game got revealed, I think, like, last year, actually, around this time. Um, and I remember not being, like, completely sold on it because, oh, another cutesy third-person action shooter thing mm-hmm. where you're, you have to knock someone out of the air. Like, ah, I'm okay. And then they got me because the developer made the smart choice to make the game a free trial. So, so they smart. had a, a free trial, like, week where people could just download the game on any platform and enjoy it. And now you can even play for free up to like the first twenty five levels of leveling up. Oh man, what? he's in it. He's oh. trying to get. He's trying to get that street that, rank seventy. I went seventy now. Shot. I went. I went over it. I went seventy. I was trying he's to prove I got this entire time. He's been playing this entire time. Got he's a hard out good. to play Knockout City. There's surprisingly a lot of nuance in it, though. Yeah, I agree. And you're so right. Uh, making it free at the start, I think, was so smart. You know, especially, you know, the cross play is always great. I'm so glad that more and more games are doing that because my friend was playing it on PlayStation. I downloaded it on my Xbox. It's just, ah, it's kind of perfect. It's kind of perfect for what it is. I think they really nailed it. Mm-hmm. What, what's the price? What are we talking price wise? 20. Uh, 19.99 if you were to download the game straight oh. up. Um, if you're yep. a Game Pass member, it's free on Xbox with Game Pass, and um, it's available on pretty much every platform. And again, free trial up to level 25. Uh, Knockout City, please sponsor me. More than happy <laughs> to be a chill for you. Send this man some balls. Um, I uh, I have Games Pass and an Xbox, so I guess I'm 
You should check it out. Yeah, I'm going to play it. Check it out. Yeah, that's this sounds great. Yeah, I I was really interested in it when they were showing it off in you know the various Nintendo indie directs or however we were seeing it originally, and I just. Uh, I thought it looked great. It, to me, it looked it almost had like a Splatoon look to it, where mm-hmm. it was like this competitive game, but not killing each other. You know, I don't know. It, it's uh, a good reimagining of like I think a kind of evolution of multiplayer that Splatoon introduced, where it's like, hey, I don't have to just shoot someone in order to have fun. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and this game is very much like fun and stylish and inventive in that same vein. That's great. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Now, Returnal, where? <laughs> What's what's going on in Returnal? I I have this game. I I, I haven't even gotten to the uh, the the second biome yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it was a little tough, and then a bunch of stuff came out about the game about saving and corrupting data, and uh, I had honestly Resident Evil Eight completely stole me away from Returnal mm-hmm. for a while, but now I'm I'm gameless. So I was thinking about turning it back on. Are we liking it? Oh my God, I love Returnal. I oh, think great. it's so good. Um, they did really screw up the... Um, they, they need a save feature between biomes, I think. that's It's minor, but most uh, roguelike games will let you put the game down and then come back where you left off. It's not that you're going to get a save feature where you're going to pick up from where you left off if you die, but Mm -hmm. you literally can't close Returnal and go (laughs) play something else. It's kind of a mistake. So you can't close it mid-run, which is unfortunate. And if it updates while you are mid-run, which did happen to me, you lose that entire run. It's just like a terrible choice they made. All that uh, being said, the game is phenomenal. I think the story is actually really compelling the further you get into it. Um, It's not insanely complex, but it's kind of layered and they give you little bits of information that make you go, oh, that person's name is this. That changes Mm. everything. Mm. So uh, I kind of love everything they've they've done in this game. I think it's pretty brilliant. Yeah. Well, that's that's good to hear. Yeah, I definitely uh, remember when turning that game on, just being shocked at how good the movement felt right away. Like just, it felt so good. It was like butter um, for your mouth, but for my hands. But for your uh, fingers. The Mm -hmm. touch version of butter. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, that kind of, that harkens back to all of the stuff that Housemark has done in the past. Like this is their first foray into a big budget title. Um, But if you go trace the way back to... uh, I mean, the the first time I ever played a Housemark game was Rezogun, which was Same. a PS4 launch game. Oh my game. god, I loved it! And it, it's yeah. just a it's it's like the quintessential. If it back in the eighties, you were like, I wonder what arcade games are going to look like in the year two thousand ten. Yeah. <laughs> like it's very much that where it's like, oh, this is what like a retro futurist version of an arcade video game looks like, and it feels like one too. It just feels good to shoot and see all of the things explode yeah. in a house mark game because of all the particle effects, and they brought that legacy into uh, into Return. Like when you 
shoot any of the number of impressive guns in that game. So pretty just to look at all the shining, glimmering neon and stuff mm. like that. It, it's really good. I, I actually finished Returnal, I think like two weekends ago. Um, and I would have finished it sooner, but I also ran into an issue where I was like, oh man, this is the run. You, sometimes mm. you, you're going through a roguelike and you're like, this is it, baby. This yeah. I'm, Nothing can stop me. Yeah. I have all the power-ups I need. I'm vibing right now. And then the game hard crashed. It crashed my PS5. And I was like, well, that's a thing that I wish didn't happen. And of oh. course, that, that run was lost to time. But I ended up beating it like three hours later. So it's fine. <laughs> but still. That's really yeah. rough. I've found that in Returnal, and I don't know if you felt like this. This is probably true of all things in life. But at first, it's tough uh, as you're getting the hang of it. But once you get how to play that game, I actually don't find it very difficult. Like, I, I think it's pretty it's pretty easy once you've completed a run or two, you're like, oh yeah, I can complete this game pretty simply. At least that's I, how I, th- I felt. I think once you manage to understand like and be- beat the first biomes boss, I think at that point you have a thorough grasp of everything you need to do in order to succeed in that game. And just throwing your you know, throwing yourself at the next biome. Honestly, I think the second biome is probably the hardest the game ever gets. And then from then on, it kind of levels out. Um, but, but yeah, totally agree. Um, only thing is like this game is going to have the unfortunate time of just always being compared to Hades because Hades is the most prolific roguelike, uh, to come out in recent memory. And it also happened to launch, you know, six months before this game. And you could tell that Returnal was a game that began development before Hades managed to like finish and leave production. So it's very much an older style roguelike. Whereas in Hades, every run you always feel like you're accomplishing something, even if you lose. Whereas in Returnal, it's pretty binary. You know, it's like, oh, did I do well in this run? Nope. Well, nothing else really matters. Time to start over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which you- kind of sucks. I wish there was more of a meta progression in Returnal. It's one of its like big downfalls. I agree with you. And isn't it odd that it and Hades have so much Greek stuff going on? It's <laughs> yeah, like right? they both went heavy Greek myth stuff. It's kind of interesting that they both did that. The great, uh, totally. I would. I I am really interested in the story. Like, there's a big moment in the first biome that I think really wets your beak and you're like, oh my God, wait a minute. What is, what is, what even is happening in this game at all? Uh, and so I'm interested to get back to it. I think I might do it again. I'm currently gameless and it doesn't happen very often. You know, usually I got one waiting on deck, but right now I'm a free agent, baby. I can Dude, go anywhere I want. That's so you, man. It's like know, game to game to game. You're a dog, man. I'm, you're I'm ser- kind no, of a seriously. Dog. I'm you're kind a, dog. Of a dog. My dad was a dog. His dad was a dog. <laughs> uh, right. Nick, uh, have you uh, have you been have you been playing anything or what's up? Yeah, I've been playing some games. I uh, like Jake. I've been playing a lot of Knockout City. It's kind of the game where I'm like, oh, I got a render going. I could probably mm. knock out a match in mm-hmm. Knockout City. Um, yeah, I've been <laughs> kind of obsessed with Knockout. Uh, but other than that, I've really... Uh, one series that is I've always been a longtime fan of, and they're, it's a you know relatively minor series, but I really like it. It's the Metro series. Um, mm. uh, Metro 2033 released, like, what, 20... No, it was like 2007. Um, very janky PC game, but it's 
kind of like intense. It, it it's the Metro series is very good at being like a, an immersive sim, which makes you feel like you are living the life of a Russian living in a in a radiated uh, post apocalyptic Russia, which sounds super enticing, I know, but it's it's really cool. Uh, the atmosphere is so like oppressive and dark, and like part of the mechanic of the game, like is that you can't breathe well because of all the radiation in the air. So you have to actually actively push a button to pull like a, like a gas mask on. And sometimes your gas mask can break or you have to change out your filters. So the fact that like there's a game dedicated to being that uh, minute when it comes to certain gameplay details, I'm all in. Well, uh, about two years ago, they released the third entry called Metro Exodus. But fast forward to this year, uh, about two months ago, they released the enhanced edition of the Metro Exodus, which is basically a fancy PC port of the original game that has kind of uh, re-optimized for ray traced lighting. They like completely overhauled their lighting system to take uh, advantage of like be- uh, beefy GPUs. And man, that game is stunning. Like oh, next wow. level, if you want to show someone like, well, like, how much different is, like, a PC game maxed out versus, like, an Xbox Series X? That's the game you would show them and be like, I mean, this is just, this is how good a thing could possibly look on a computer. And it is truly stunning. Also, the game's very fun. Yeah, man. That sounds like a, uh, I don't know. I, I remember, like, playing Red Dead Redemption 2 and, and being like, man, there's some systems in here that uh, I'm not sure if I'm, ready for all this like i gotta clean dirt off of my shoes and stuff so is are you are, do you ever feel like metro is it ever does it ever bog you down or is it just like oh if you're playing a metro game you you're basically signing up for all of it i mean i think it it walks the balance of being just uh like just immersive sim enough without it being like overbearing um there's there's like there's a, quite a few like sim heavy games that are on steam usually usually they're on pc where you have to manage like you know your water intake Mm -hmm. uh your food intake you have to look at how many how many calories you're burning have you used the restroom there's a lot of games that go all in on trying to simulate a real human being this game isn't quite that detailed nor is red dead but it relishes the small moments where it can force you to kind of be immersed in the world where where it's like an author choice to be like hey take a moment Mm. just vibe right now breathe in and enjoy the irradiated <laughs> wasteland and I, I think it's a it's a smart way of going about an immersive sim yeah i've always been really interested in those games uh one of my favorite movies i don't know if this is going to resonate with anybody is stalker is anyone into the movie stalker it's like the andre yeah. tarkovsky yeah, it's very Tark- much in that the games yeah. that that was that book and movie was based on is very much what metro is based on right yeah it's this whole idea of like aliens came down and left a bunch of their shit everywhere and you know there's people that get hired to go in and harvest it and bring it out uh i i'm yeah i'm very into that sort of aesthetic maybe i'll give it a shot i don't know i'm a free agent you know i can go any direction at this point you're wild (laughs) dude what a dog you were just you were just throw this man in a doghouse because he is a d-o-g um yeah so (laughs) glad you had that (laughs) uh uh, that's great anything else or are you uh is that it um also preemptively downloaded yeah oh look they they hear one of their own preemptively re-downloaded final fantasy 7 remake so i could upload my save because the inner grade 
the the integrated what is it upgrade for mm-hmm. PlayStation Five comes out, and I'm probably just gonna replay that game again just yeah. on hard though this time. I'm gonna do the same thing, Jake. What do you think? <laughs> I platinumed it already, so I'm you so get a, excited. You get, free, you get a free platinum, baby. Oh, that's right. I download it and I just get a free platinum. That is a uh, annoying game to platinum, by the way. That is a <laughs> oh, yeah. stupid sure. game to platinum. Those, those combat missions, like the, the, the tradings are okay. But after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm, you you know I'm good enough to beat all of these training missions. Just give me the trophy already. Yeah. For me, it was the dresses. So oh, you, have you have to, to play through it three times. You have to play through it three times and make three separate choices so that each mm-hmm. Cloud, Tifa, and Aerith are all wearing a different dress. And I'm like, this is too much for this trophy. <laughs> this doesn't but make the sense. O- the only canon playthrough is your first one. So who got who got the well, who got the dress? Well, I thought I think in my first playthrough, Cloud looked the most beautiful he could, mm. and so did Aerith. Which I mean, now that that's subjective, but I think it was like I did the most things for both of them. Right. And what was Tifa wearing the first time? It might have been the one where she kind of looks like Chung Lee. Yeah, it's I think like I a- said something exotic, and mm, I think yeah. that's the one she was wearing. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Man, that what a great sequence that is. I mean, not to do three times in a row, but I mean, like once it's fun. Uh, the honey bee in though, I'd do that. That's what I mean. Over and over again, just the dancing scene. So yeah, good. that's, that's I some always good stuff. I always liked Final Fantasy VII. It was never my number one Final Fantasy, but playing this remake, I feel like it, it gives me the nostalgia of someone that absolutely <laughs> loved Final Fantasy VII. Like I kind of love it so much now yeah. when playing this it, remake. It did its job, I think, in that. Re- it, in it that portrays regard. the original. It, it it gives you the experience that whenever you talk to someone who loves Final Fantasy VII, it's like almost the game that they seem to remember from back in '97. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what it kind of reminds me of. I'm not a Star Trek fan. But when that first new J.J. Abrams Star Trek came out, I remember walking out of the theater being like, I fucking love Star I Trek. I love Star <laughs> Trek. I've, and I've so always good. been a fan. You're like aggressive. About, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I agree with that. I'm going to play the heck out of that game, too. I'm going to play it till its dang wheels fall off. I'm going to play those Yuffie missions. Oh, yeah. There's again the Yuffie stuff, too. Again. I'm going to hang mm-hmm. out with Nero. The oh, one-off character from Dirge of Cerberus. I'm going to kiss him on his nose. Um, is that Gact? Isn't that Gact? The the Japanese pop star who is Nero? No, that's that's Genesis. Never mind. I'm getting them mixed up. Oh yeah. So oh Genesis. Who's Genesis? Is that he's from- the dude? If you got the secret movie in Dirge of Cerberus, he's a dude who's like, wait, why is this Japanese pop star in Final Fantasy VII? He's also <laughs> oh, the nice. guy who's in uh, Crisis Core, who is like one of the other soldiers alongside Zack and Sephiroth oh, and Angel. I love. As you Crisis can tell, Core. I. And one of those people who loves Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> so, know what? Crisis Core is a good game. I'm going to say Core that right now. Crisis Core is a great game. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh, I have been playing a game that ki- that came out last week. Oh, my week. God. I feel like such a jerk. Jeremy, what have you been playing? Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Every Thank time. You. No one ever asks you. No one. No one. I, uh, I've been playing uh, a, a remake or a remaster of a game that I never played on the PS2. It's called Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne, Ooh. Ooh. Uh, which is a, uh, a very beefy JRPG, a Mega 10 game. I got to say, I thirst for these Mega 10 games 
like I think it's because I never played them growing up and I didn't know anything about them and no one ever I knew played them and uh, they just completely miss me. I feel like I am an alien on this planet seeing this thing for the first time. Like how did this escape me? Um, have either of you played a persona game or uh, uh, you, you have? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the type of science fiction <laughs> that those games are feels so unfamiliar to me, uh, a science fiction nut. But I guess it's mainly because I deal in Western sci-fi that I've never really experienced. I mean, like, are either of you anime fans or have watched or dealt with a lot of anime? I... Not a ton, enough to say, it's funny that you bring that up, but I was about to say it feels like how many anime things treat sci-fi. Like it feels very at home in that universe to me. Yeah. Uh, Like the Persona series. I'm like, oh yeah, this feels like an anime that you would watch. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it uses like shorthand for things in its game that I'm just like, this is a concept I was not ready for. <laughs> like, this is both biblical and machinery, and there's fairies around, and like, oh, this little area is a fairy nest. But over here, it's like, it, it's it's just a strange, um, it's a strange feeling playing that game, as if I don't know what, like, I, as if I've never experienced a genre like it before. And I've I've now dabbled in a, a handful of personas and a handful of. Uh, uh, Shin Megami Tensei games and Devil Survivors and stuff and like I just I'm still just not used to them like they always take me by surprise I always notice some little thing some little enemy I'm like oh surely this demon won't talk and they will you know it's just stuff like that where I, I just I can't ever guess where it's going at all or what the point of any of it is but I love it so much aesthetically yeah. and otherwise I think that it's a series that I've always been like fascinated with because for the longest time there were just games I couldn't play. I had mm-hmm. seen them, whether it be through a trailer on TV that aired like late night on G4 or something, and just like, what is that? That like that looks cool. Like you know, I, I'm a self-proclaimed anime like fan, but back then it wasn't as prolific as it was now. So trying to find anything that resembled anime, I was like, there's a game like this. That sounds co- so cool. And I think uh, the other part of the appeal is the games kind of lean into uh, a distortion of like Western religion in, mm-hmm. in a way that I think is really cool because it's, it does it, nothing meaningful to say about it, but it it's just like, what if we made it edgier? And it's yeah. like, oh yeah. Like, yeah. like I remember my first game being Persona 3 FES and yeah. like the way you summon your personas in that game is all these high school students have a gun, which is called the Evoker, and they shoot themselves in the head to summon their persona, which is like, that's kind of a lot, <laughs> especially yep. for like the time period that that game came out. And so like it, it kind of it, it straddled the same line that something like Neon Genesis Evangelion did of like religion, anime and sci-fi, but just really mostly using religion as cool set dressing, which yeah. is cool. Like that's interesting. I got to say, it's also like uh, I, I don't I don't think I don't know if Persona is really like this, but definitely this game and the other like Shin Megami games I've played are like a fucked up version of Pokemon in a lot of ways <laughs> where you you convince these demons to become your party and you use them to battle other demons and then you can breed them. You can combine them to make other more 
big mon- and none of the combos make sense like yeah. these two fairies make a rock man and like just like i i'm i'm lost in a way that i i gotta tell you for a person who plays as many games as i do thrilling it's thrilling to be so lost in something mm-hmm. you know i feel like it's like you know if you're if you're a if you're a a film critic and suddenly you see a harmony kareen movie you're like wow <laughs> this is not the same <laughs> Um, it's, it was. It's a very much the same feeling. The only example I can think of is as a longtime Final Fantasy fan. The first time I ever played a fantasy fantasy star game, where I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't know what any of these items do. None of them are named potion, <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, oh, what is yeah. this? Like, it's just it's forcing you to learn a new vocabulary set, which is always exciting. Right, right. Um, why don't we get into the news? Let's do it. News, you know, news schmooze. Am I right? Uh, what released? What released this week? Operation Tango. This was a free mm-hmm. PS game. Plus game. Anyone? Oh, it is. Good game. Co-op only. Uh, one person is like a, an infiltrator and the other person's a hacker. And you guys have to work together to like hack into a corporate entity and like steal files and stuff. It's If you like co-op games at all, highly recommend it. It is so much fun to play with a buddy. That sounds good, actually. Yeah, really I do good. that. I'm going to be playing it tomorrow, I think, with oh, my friend. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, you going to stream it? I think so. We stream co-op games on Saturdays. So we've been playing It Takes Two and stuff like that, and we're like, hey, let's do this. Yeah. It Takes Two seems like a lot of fun. It's fun. A very weird story. <laughs> yeah. very, very weird story, but a, yeah. a very fun game. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well... Biomutant came out. That's been kind of a thing. Everyone's been oh, yeah. kind of <laughs> talking about Biomutant. Uh, tumultuous release. Not not many people really are digging it that much, I guess. It got kind savaged, of, uh, you could say. The reviews for it were pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, bad. Bad time. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I saw that cat with his sword and his eye patch, and I thought, this looks like a game for me. And then as <laughs> it came closer to release, I, I suddenly was hearing less and less about it, which is never really a great sign. And then, of course, now it's just feels like it's over, fortunately. It yeah. just feels like an outdated kind of open-world game. It's like, mm. it, this would have been awesome if it came out in, like, 2007 on Xbox 360, but it just feels weird. Like, none of the side quests feel like side quests. It's you just talking to a person in town, and they're like, uttering gibberish the narrator reads the line like there's like a whole controversy around the way the narrative in that game unfolds just because of how long it takes but essentially oh i'm gonna talk to a town person they're gonna give me a side quest you hit a button they say nothing of value that doesn't imply that they have a side quest you leave the conversation and then suddenly oh i got popped into a side quest i don't know why but sure why not let's do it there's just a lot of weird stuff like that in that game huh weird uh, Jake, did you hit twenty thousand followers or what? The chat, the chat must know. No, I still think I'm a little uh, around nine hundred. I was hoping to get to twenty k <laughs> this weekend, but I don't think it's happening. Yeah, so we'll That's see. A bummer. We could still get a big bump. You never know. We could get a big bump. You just got one step closer, buddy. Oh, what? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. A follow okay. from Nick is a is is like a. A hundred thousand followers from a uh, <laughs> wow. from a I don't know like from a, a bot service. Though, yeah. to be clear, 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it just as yeah. long as it looks cool. You know, he's a valuable follow, okay? He'll like your shit. It's like a real guy, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, what about, uh, how do we feel? Also, this is my thing about Biomutant. Uh, PS4, Xbox One release. How are we feeling about things that are now only coming out to old gen consoles? Like, I'm I'm personally I've, I'm feeling the stigma is real now. I'm kind of like I'm not about this old PS4. You're not a, you're not a peasant console owner, is what I, you're saying. I and you only want things. I punted my PS4 into a creek. <laughs> I I will never ever look at it again or anything that was even on it. Uh, no. What do you guys think? Are are, are you are you? Uh, still interested in things that are coming out to last gen consoles only i don't mind because they work on the new consoles and just everything is better so you know i played horizon zero dawn uh almost exclusively on ps4 and then once i got my ps5 i just downloaded it to kind of see like oh what's it like on ps5 and you know it's the same thing but everything's better faster Mm. so i don't mind that at all i will say i have a ps5 right here with me and i have a ps4 at my house Mm. and Sometimes I play my PS4 at my house and now I freaking hate it so much. It's so terrible. It's so old. I can't believe how slow it is. It's the worst console yeah. ever made. Sounds now like that a I jet engine when it comes on. Yeah. You just it's, throw beer at it on the side. It's just yeah. it's rough. I it's love terrible. how it went from best console of the generation to worst console ever made. It, yes. It's true. It's true. Yep. Get it out it of was here. A, it was a masterpiece and now it's just terrible. I can't believe I ever yeah. touched that thing. Yeah. No, thank I, you. I don't really mind the old, like, again, Biomutant is a game made for PS4 and Xbox One and PC. Um, I, I have zero issue because they work fine on new gen games. Um, I, I think I only have an issue when there is no current gen patch for those games. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, like Horizon, I don't actually think has a PS5, uh, like, like, compatibility patch. So the game will run on a ps5 no problem but it doesn't take advantage of like the 4k resolution um and and uh like 60 fps the way something like days gone which did get a ps5 update so it does actually run better on a playstation 5 i don't have a problem when there's a patch but if there's Mm. not i'm like what what is you doing what is is you doing i mean what is going on over there um, but but to that point though, this is not a thing that's going to go away anytime soon because uh, as we saw in was it this week was was this yeah. week the the Horizon Forbidden West yeah, yeah. wow that feels the like Horizon ages Forbidden ago. West gameplay and God of War both were announced that they're multi uh, mm-hmm. generation yeah. so yeah PS4 and PSI so this is not a problem that's going to go away nor do I think is it actually a problem like yeah if you're on a PS4. Sorry, you're just going to have to deal with 1080 30, probably. Maybe even 1080 20 frames a second. Who knows? Ooh, but like 1080 20. <laughs> the fact that you don't have to get a PS5 in order to experience the Sony first party titles yet, like that seems like a big win. My old roommate, he was like, I guess I'm going to either buy a PS5 or bug you to borrow yours once God of War comes out. And now he won't have to. So it's like, yeah. hey, why force money out of people's pockets? It's all. It's also probably very hard to buy a PS5 right now, which is also pretty smart because then you're just, you know, less customers, right? Well, yeah. did we did we ever find out? Do they lose money on consoles? Is that is that still a thing? Or Sometimes. they sell them at cost? 
or what? Typically, typically they're sold at a little bit of a loss. Mm -hmm. uh, most console developers, or um, console de most uh, Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft typically make their revenue on software and um, like services. Um, usually, it's like a ten dollar markup from games, but consoles, yeah. it's usually a little bit less or a little negative. Don't so if, quote me on this, but I remember yeah. at one point, and I seriously, please do not quote, uh, <laughs> that Nintendo was the only company that actually tried to make a profit on some of their consoles. I don't know if they're still doing that, but I remember mm. at one point finding out that Nintendo was actually making money on, it might have been the Wii, like they actually made money each time one sold. Oh, I can't on. remember. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to type everything you say and tweet it out and no no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. don't quote me on it no, put, no, no but quotations around that I think around you're, that. you're totally right around that. I'm sorry I, I had to jump in on that uh, <laughs> I do think I think you might be right though I think the we that sounds correct to me and if not Coming from your lips, I'd believe it. Yeah, wow. yeah. It feel, doesn't it lips. kind of feel true? It's yeah. like, hey, yeah. maybe they like, did make some money. What does the week cost? Like 40 it, bucks? It, it yeah. didn't before, but now it does seem true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I, think that, um, yeah, I I think that, to Nick, what you said in there when you were talking is how exactly how I feel. A game like Biomutant comes out, does not have a next gen patch ready to go. Well, it Biomutant does. Biomutant does. I thought it's. PS5 Xbox Series X patch was coming. Oh, I know on PC I'm, maybe it's, I'm wrong. On oh PC man, am I it's am like I canceled. No, 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 you're <laughs> not canceled. This is how no. you get canceled no. now. <laughs> Can you? You're just it's incorrect. That <laughs> it's that damn kung fu rat from Biomutant. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. You'll be telling this story at a bar later. You're all grizzled. <laughs> Biomutant. That's what pushed me out of the I industry. Spoke on a Twitch stream yeah. once. <laughs> yeah. I. I. Um. I. Yeah. I think it's when it doesn't have a. A patch, mm. a next gen. That's when I start going like, well, wait a minute. Is that's the it, eyebrow raise? Is what is this then? Because because you're right. God of War two and Horizon Forbidden West, great. Mm -hmm. But you know, put them on both. I don't care. Treat these things like what they always were: computers. <laughs> like, <laughs> they can kind of run on both. Um, but yeah, it's when I, I don't know. I just, I just get I get a little uh, like. Hey man, I did buy this new console, you know? Like what are we doing here? Are we not taking advantage of the new the new shit? But I think that's like also like the fact that, you know, you have a new console and you want to take advantage of like what can I play on it? And I think this weird period we're in actually gives games like Returnal mm -hmm. a shot to shine because yeah. otherwise because people are looking for something to play on their PlayStation 5. So like, uh, uh, what is this, Returnal? Wow, what a terrible name, but it's on a PS5, so why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's just the idea that there's so there's such a drought of games for PS5. So anyone, I mean, not anyone, but people who make games that are making games for PS5, people like Housemark have a time to shine now and put something that's not a sequel, that's not an established franchise, and hopefully do well and people will buy it because they're hungry people yeah. are hungry yeah people are hungry i'm hungry right now and i've and i my my stomach has yet to be full whoa yet what a dog uh, what a dog what about uh speaking of fantasy star nick what about a pso2 new genesis you get you, you getting in you buying I, in? I, you investing? I, I downloaded the Fantasy Star Online like free beta on 
Xbox 360 like in 2008 and I played okay. it and I fought a giant dragon and got wiped in like one hit okay. and I had a great time. But All right. <laughs> it's just it, I have I don't have the nostalgia for Fantasy Star Online that I think all the cool people on the internet do. Hmm, um, mm-hmm. I wish I did because then yeah. I too would be cool. Uh, but yeah, I just I I think I just it's me and Sega have are just ships passing in the night, you know. Uh, maybe oh. maybe one day I'll get on. Maybe one day I'll see what this Sonic is all about. But yeah, until he gives me a reason, I don't I don't know. He goes watch fast. the movie first because yeah. then you'll go oh you'll get it. Where's, get there's it. no James Marsden in these games, damn it. Uh, well, <laughs> you know he's implied. He's sort of an implied. <laughs> actually, background. if you hundred percent the game in under three hours, mm-hmm. there's actually a secret. <laughs> yeah, he's in the background there. He's kind of he's a cop. So, um, okay, no, great. You. Well, what about uh, <laughs> what about <laughs> you know uh, any other news? Anyone want? I mean, I, I feel like the news is E3 is coming up e3 is about to happen the storm we had yeah. a little bit of a state of play i mean i guess that was the horizon stuff that that they showed there was a couple of the presentations that happened last week that i really didn't get a chance to talk to my guests last week about we could talk about them if you guys want to there was a sonic direct did anyone watch that a sonic uh what do they call it a sonic event a sonic <laughs> something look i'm happy i'm happy sega <laughs> throws a bone to the sonic fans every now and then because yeah. i think out of they're hungry. Yeah. They they're, teased they're a new hungry. game. They teased a new Sonic game, which I'm, you know, I, I say keep making them. No, I'm not going to play them, but keep making them. I, I want them out there. Yeah. Uh, a, re- a remake of Colors, that's actually supposed to be a good one. Um, so maybe, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll give that a shot. Maybe yeah, I'll give Sonic Colors a shot. That seems good. <laughs> how about uh, how about uh, the Dragon Quest uh, thing? I know you were watching that because you were tweeting about it, Nick. Ugh. Man, what that's such a weird thing to simulcast because ninety yeah. percent of that presentation was not for American audiences because mm-hmm. they're like, here's all these exciting expansions coming to Dragon Quest Ten, a game that will never come to US shores. <laughs> Isn't this look cool? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Well, too bad, you idiots. You're never gonna get it in the West. You don't also- deserve it, Nick. You don't deserve a DK ten. DQ ten. Fair enough. Also, they yeah. announced like an offline version of that game, so it's like, why don't just Give that to Americans mm-hmm. instead of the online. It's it's so silly. It's such a strange choice, especially since Dragon Quest has only gotten more. Dragon Quest was a franchise that so that Square tried to, or I'm sorry, that Enix and Nintendo tried to make popular back in the day by giving it away for free with uh, Nintendo Power, and now it's just now we don't even get one of the games in the series. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Sad. that? What about that? Twelve though. You're gonna play that edgy. That edgy, edgy that edgy title looked cool. I was like, yeah. man, there's flames on this. Like, hell yeah, I'm yeah. in. Yeah, I like. I love that Yuji's Yuji Naka or not Yuji Naka. Yuji Hori, Hori. sorry, Yuji Naka Sonic. Mm-hmm. Yuji Hori <laughs> is a dude who's like, you know what? I'm gonna go. What if we got a little bit dark with Dragon Quest? What if we? What if we made the logo with some like flames? I love that his idea of edgy is like 2001 like anchor blue button up t-shirt kind of thing like just <laughs> fl- like throw flames on it and call it a day yeah maybe a chain wallet who knows yeah. oh it looks cool yeah sure like you know no nothing was shown but hey dark dark uh uh dragon quest sure why not yeah they there's also like this thing about dragon quest for like i guess i'll just buy anything they'll make but mm-hmm. like i don't think i'm gonna play that three remake i think i'm just gonna buy that 
You know what I mean? <laughs> It'll just you look should nice. play it if you buy. You should no, play. No, no, not for me. Um, okay, you well, just want to support the art. <laughs> I kind of, I do hope that they do something like that three remake one day with like Final Fantasy VI or something. I with know six, we'll please. we'll never get what we all really deserve, even though a lot of people don't realize it, which is Final Fantasy VI remake. We'll never yeah. get it. Yeah, the yeah. world uh, doesn't exist, but. No. They could do an HD version of Final Fantasy VI like that, and it would be so cool. Yeah, Jake, I, I don't know. I don't know if you know this about me. I Final Fantasy VII is my favorite Final Fantasy, but as a, a critic and someone who is a general enjoyer of video games, I will publicly acknowledge that Final Fantasy VI is the best one. Oh well, that's good. I was gonna <laughs> freak out a little bit, yeah, but I'm yeah. I'm glad I don't have to. Yeah, and so, now yeah. Nick, can, my favorite, but can we quote is, you on that, Nick? Can we quote you? Quote, quote, tweet me right now. <laughs> I uh, I recently finished Chrono Trigger. Is this crazy to bring up? <laughs> I uh, I got a. Uh, do you guys know what An- Analog, the company Analog, is? Yeah. Uh, I got a Super NT. <laughs> uh, I got the Analog NT. Oh, oh, what's that? It's uh, the, the Millennial, Millennial Fair. Fair yeah, right at the beginning I know of about that. Yeah. Let's just say I went back and forth in that place a lot. You know, back... <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, dude. Uh, anyways, uh, Chrono Trigger, it's weird, like... You talked about some things that are objectively the best. Like I feel like Chrono Trigger, like might in some respects be objectively like the best JRPG maybe ever made. Like there are a lot of content, there are a lot of contenders, but to play something that is so much like the best of something that you've never experienced before is kind of a weird feeling. I was just like, I, I finished it, rolled credits, and I was like, wow, yeah. I guess it was the best, <laughs> but it was like <laughs> almost like no emotion <laughs> felt at all. It was like objectively loved it. I still think Final Fantasy VII's my favorite. You know, I, I still have so much more nostalgia mm-hmm. and and good memories and goodwill towards other things. But Chrono Trigger, FF Six, those 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 two games are like, yeah, great. It. Yeah. I mean, there was such a incredible era of Super Nintendo JRPGs. It's unbelievable that Final Fantasy VI and Super Mario RPG and Secret of Mana and Chrono Trigger, it's like unbelievable how many of these games were amazing games. I I feel like you can't go wrong with saying that any of them are some of the best games ever made. It was like, it was a golden age. A golden age, if you will. I'll quote (laughs) you on that, yeah. Earthbound, too, man. So many many great, great, uh, great SNES RPGs. Why don't we get out of the news? Uh, And we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk all things E3 2021, our predictions for what's going to happen, what might not happen, surprises will be had, jokes might get made. We'll see you when we come back. Hey there, this is comedy person and aspiring cartoon Connor McCabe here to tell you all about my podcast, Call Me By Your Game. 
Now, video games have a special place in many of our lives. And in fact, you can probably think of one that you'll never forget from your childhood or a specific time. So on this show, I bring on guests to talk about that very thing. We dive into not only what made playing the game fun and what stood out to the guest as much as we do about what was special about the context of when they played this game. So if this sounds interesting to you, check us out anywhere you get your podcasts and maybe someday you'll call me by your game. Shortest break in history. Welcome back to Video Games, a comedy show. Video games happen at least once a year, and it happens around this time, except for 2020, when a deadly coronavirus was sweeping the nation. But now we're going back to E3, not physically, but digitally. And boy, I can't wait. Uh, This is going to be one heck of a time. Uh, Who do we got at E3? We got Nintendo. We got Microsoft, Square, Ubisoft, mm-hmm. Bethesda, maybe with Microsoft. Yep, they're together. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they're part of the. Oh yeah, because they own each other. And yeah, they Xbox own each other. Bethesda. Bethesda ended up. Bethesda and Microsoft went. What if we just buy each other? <laughs> each <laughs> other. Yeah. What if we gave each other a billion dollars? <laughs> it's how you would describe. It's how we describe marriage. It's when two people yes. own each other. <laughs> yes. Uh, what other companies are going to be making an appearance that we're excited about? EA. Are they going to be there? They usually do the yeah. EA Play, but I don't know if they've announced anything yet. And also, I'd like to be very clear. I actually don't know anything that uh, that's happening. Um, yeah, we know, we might. know. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have asked you on if I thought, because you would have been I, sitting here, you would have really, been sitting here going I, I like, I can't happening. say anything, uh, 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 <laughs> you know, the whole time. I, I absolutely do not know what is or isn't happening, but I would assume that EA is probably going to announce something soon because well, they're, they've announced a Battlefield thing. So maybe that, maybe instead of an EA play, they're going to do Battlefield, uh, a Battlefield reveal only on, what is it? Like, uh. Uh, let me just verify. Well, uh, hopefully, oh, you're, you're right. I've got a list here of what's what's been announced, and I don't think EA has been announced yet. EA wasn't oh, there. Battlefield Six, June 9th, though, is when they're going to reveal that. Okay. Well, what like uh, uh, Jake in your list there? Who it, any big ones that we missed that is exciting at all? I'll just go through it real quick. Ubisoft, yeah. which we mm-hmm. said, Gearbox, Microsoft and Bethesda, Square Great. Enix, Great. PC Game Show, WB Games. Take oh. two, Capcom, Nintendo, and Bandai Namco. That is what's been announced. Capcom, so far. Bandai, and uh, and uh, take another. two. Take maybe two. We'll see some, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll see some uh, Grand Theft Auto. Hmm. Maybe. maybe. Oh, actually, no. Doesn't Rockstar publish their own games now? Ooh. I don't think they need Take Two anymore. They make they do anything and make a billion dollars. Yeah, they make yeah. so much money. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah, Rockstar should just. I mean, come on, keep milking that cow. That GTA Rockstar doesn't need to compete with anyone. They can just literally drop a, a two-minute VOD and say, we're making Grand Theft Auto 6. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I hope they do more with Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm really invested in yeah. GTA Online's oh, yeah. infrastructure. Yeah. I just I want to buy more Bull Shark cards, man. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm... Uh, I- you know, I, I like an event. I feel like as a consumer, you know, I definitely have only benefited from E3s. I know that on the company side and on the games journalism side, like can, sometimes E3 can be a bit of a a nightmare to have to to have it's to do stressful. and put on and, be, and be, yeah, I'm sure it's very stressful. But you know, as a consumer, it's since I was a kid, this has been just like uh, 
It's the Super Bowl, baby. It's the Super Bowl. I love it so much. I'm so with you. And I I can imagine all the issues around it. I used to work retail, so Mm -hmm. I imagine for games journalists, it's their... Like uh, yeah, Black Christmas. Friday, yeah, it's Black like, Friday. It's yeah. like Black Friday for a week, and you're, it's just crazy. Yeah, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, this is the time of the year where I'm definitely like, oh, I might actually like work long hours and stuff like. But at the end of the day, it's like I'm, I get to like look at cool video games. Like my life is honestly pretty good if I'm wake if I'm staying up late and I'm looking at video games. Like, hey, you know, I I think I did all right. You look <laughs> it's tiring, you live a, sure. You live but a I love charmed it. life. Nick. I love it. And that's I love all we've ever games. wanted for you is that you live a charmed life. I mean, I, <laughs> when I when I wished upon that star back in 2018, I was like, oh, no, not me. Give not it me. To him. Give it to Nick. He needs it. Um, great. So I feel like we could maybe just go around the horn. Why don't we start not with Nintendo? Because I feel like Nintendo might be a big kind of conversation piece. Why don't we start with uh, Microsoft and maybe Bethesda? Do we have any predictions or interests one way or the other in anything that they're doing i'm assuming maybe yes <laughs> well i mean obviously starfield i think is gonna be big uh i don't know exactly what they're gonna show even though i do know all the people making it uh i don't know exactly what they're <laughs> Go gonna show on. <laughs> um but i mean that's that's got to be the big thing they show. We might get another teaser of Elder Scrolls, but that's gonna, there's nothing there. But Starfield is the thing, and I think they will definitely say Xbox exclusive. They're really going to plant their flag and be like, we bought them 100%. for a reason. Yeah. Starfield is ours. I think that's going to be big. Uh, do we know for sure that they're going to announce something around Starfield? For sure. I, I don't can't think see how anything- they don't. I don't think they've said we are announcing we're showing Starfield details, but I think it's like that's their next big game. Yeah, um, definitely not Elder Scrolls. I think maybe we'll get a title reveal for Elder Scrolls, like where the mm-hmm. game is set. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's always been Oblivion, Skyrim, Morrowind. Um, maybe this one will be Elder Scrolls Hammerfell. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we'll get a title reveal. Nothing else. I think we'll see gameplay of Starfield. I think we're gonna see. Not Deathloop because that's a PlayStation exclusive, right? <laughs> yes. And, but even though Bethesda owns Arcane, so hopefully we can see whatever Arcane's working on in addition to Deathloop. I love Arcane, Prey, Dishonored, all that stuff. Put it in my veins, please. Yeah. Um, and Halo Infinite. That's going to be obviously yeah. like probably a big focus. And you know what? I'm a big Master Chief simp. I'm in okay. It. Oh, okay. I'm a huge simp for him as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spartan 117, can I get you that weapon? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, right this instant. I, I love that they delayed that game. I'm so proud of them for doing that. This was pre. This was in a pre-cyberpunk world. Yeah. They delayed that game, and now they look like geniuses in a post-cyberpunk world yeah, for doing yeah, it. 100%. So how wonderful that they pushed it back, and I recently got back into Xbox, so I'm so set for the new Halo. I'm excited. I'm yeah. going to lose my mind if Master Chief has a glider, though. Because I have a feeling it's going to be an open-world game, not unlike Breath of the Wild or Horizon. Mm-hmm. I could do so I could see that. But I want he his glider, glider. I want his glider to be like on his feet, like a like a snow a jet, like a jetpacker, an Iron Man type setup. More like a snowboard that flies. Oh, I want him to be okay. kind of like sur- sky surfing a little bit. 
That would I be want him to look like cool. Batman and Batman and Robin when he was riding the door <laughs> down from Mr. Freeze's spaceship. Uh, 100%. Yeah. I would like it to be similar to the White Ranger and the Power Rangers <laughs> yes, movie yes, when yes. they all were skydiving and he was skydiving mm-hmm. with a snowboarder. Yes, I exactly. forgot about that. Exactly. Dude, that was so sick. It was yeah. so sick. It I doesn't make it. sense. Like, why would you bring that with you? But I did like that he was doing it. Uh, is that when they were playing the... Like, the uh, keep on. Is it the Ivan Ooze, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna rewatch this film. Oh, you got Ivan Ooze one, right? Yeah, yeah, Ivan Ooze. Yeah. Uh, great. So these seem like pretty like reasonable predictions to me. Does anyone want to go X Games mode and predict something wild? I'll go X Games mode, and I'll predict something that it will not happen. Do not quote me on this. Okay, but, no quotes. Um, Nick, get there, the tweet going. <laughs> there has been a rumor. This uh, this is just floated because Microsoft's buying so many things, but there's that rumor that keeps popping up that they announced that they've bought Sega. Hmm. So that, that's always a possibility. I don't think that's going to happen, but that's a little rumor that I feel like I keep seeing pop up. Yeah. Sega would be an interesting buy for Microsoft. Do we like that? Do we hate that? What do we think about that? Would it be fun? I, I don't cool? love. <laughs> as we talked about earlier, like I just don't have a lot of love for Sonic. I didn't grow up with a Sega Genesis. I had a Dreamcast. Thought it was fantastic. Then that exploded. So, <laughs> you know, I don't have a yeah. lot of love for Sega. I would love if Sega. I don't know why Sega to me has just always felt like a company in jeopardy. Like, and that it doesn't make a lot of yes. sense. Well, because I feel like the Yakuza series has done them a lot of favor. Like, they've done really well with that series. And like, there's a lot of Sega games that you wouldn't realize. I think are Sega games. Like, I think they make their money somehow. And there's a lot of Sonic fans out there. But it would be cool if they found a home. Someplace they belonged, you know, like that's like, oh, this console, that's the Sega stuff is there. Yeah. I, um, like rare, like rare did with Microsoft. Like, well, give, them a, give them a Sega. Eye in the Sky to is a new banjo game. That's it. Ooh. I don't think we'll, I don't oh. think we'll ever see Banjo Kazooie again, but if we do, I, I hope it's, I hope there's a world where Banjo Kazooie 3 exists. Yeah. Hell, I'll, I'll my- even settle for a nuts and bolts too. TBH. Here's my here's my pitch for a third banjo game. They give it to the team that made that Battle Toads beat 'em up game, that new one, and they make it a banjo beat 'em up game. Ba- just because you want to call it banjo beat 'em up. Banjo beat 'em <laughs> up. And uh, I got to say that banjo, I mean that uh that Battle Toads beat 'em up game, really good. Oh, okay. Re- really good. Uh okay. Yeah, I think uh if I had I I don't know. I'm I'm marginally interested in Fable 4 and Halo Infinite. Those are the two things that I'm kind of interested in seeing a little bit more of. I'm not a big Fable fan. I'm a pretty big Halo fan. So I'd like to see some Halo Infinite stuff. I think that would be really cool. I think that, like, actually, when it, now that I think about it, when it comes to Microsoft, any announcement would be really fun from them because I love my Series X. I think I like it more than my PS5. And same, same having same. having like a really cool uh, exclusive for it would just be like that much more fun for me to like turn that thing on and 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 play. The, interestingly enough, I feel like that game Outriders, even though it was on everything because it was on Games Pass, it felt like that's the place to play it. It's free, it's free. there. And it made it feel almost like an exclusive for Xbox, even though it kind of wasn't. 
and that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. I kind of would. I I also kind of hope they uh they announce like uh something with Mass Effect, but also and by the way, we had the Legendary Edition on Games Pass coming up. Mm-hmm. Or Mass Effect because, Four, like part, like I know yeah. that's an EA thing, but like they've already teased a Mass Effect Four, so that that's possible. Um, yeah, I I think you touched on something though. Like Game Pass is going to be the thing that Microsoft will continue to flaunt in the face of everyone in the industry because I truly believe it's the evolution for what the games industry can do, especially for consumers. Because Game Pass is just the best deal in gaming. The hands down. Yeah. yeah, I think Microsoft is just further and further getting to the point of like you are an idiot if you are not subscribed to Game Pass. <laughs> and I think it just popped in my head. I think it's going to be an instance where and Starfield available on day one on Games Pass. Ultimate. Oh man, that's wild. I I totally believe they will do something like that. You're so right. They want to make this the greatest value proposition ever. They want yeah. to take over everything with it. I can't, I think back to gaming as a kid and I didn't have a lot of uh, money growing up. You know, my, my parents barely had $50 million and that's like liquid. I'm saying barely, but I'm saying for the nineties, that was only, you were only in the 2% at that point. Yeah. yeah, It's crazy. No, but we didn't have a lot of money growing up. And I can't imagine if I was a kid now with the same financial situation as I was then, there's no question I would have an Xbox. I probably wouldn't ever buy a video game. I would yep. just figure out a way to get enough money for Game Pass every month. And you'd have a catalog of all these games. Plus, just like you said, Outriders, right when it came out, yeah. day one mm-hmm. on Game Pass. They do that with a lot of games, too. It's yeah. pretty awesome. You would have filled out it's so incredible. many Bing's rewards surveys in order to get that free <laughs> Games Pass ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh man, no! Games Pass is is absolutely the best, and like especially especially if you like anything older, like mm-hmm. older games, they got you. I mean, are you Xbox kidding me? Xbox and like- Xbox 360 games getting native 4K and HDR support on on your Series X? Like that's incredible. I downloaded Psychonauts via Game Pass. The game yeah. has auto HDR and it upreses to 4K, and it's just like, oh, this game looks the way it should, and it also runs the way it should like this is yeah mind-boggling technology whereas uh what is it what's the dude's name over at sony i guess we don't believe in old games people don't like those actually yeah oh yeah <laughs> john ryan yeah. i think is his name john mark yeah. ryan john yeah. ryan one of those jim, jim ryan. ryan jim ryan jim ryan jim crying <laughs> yeah. that's what he's gonna, he's gonna, gonna be, be doing after the game you, all nailed announcements. you nailed him yeah i nailed him uh, uh <laughs> But yeah, oh my god, it's it's just it's so amazing. And I play a lot of games that I would never pay full. I can't pay sixty dollars for so many games. But then I'll pull it up on Game Pass and go. Actually, you know what? This game was really great. I'm so glad I got to check it out because otherwise I never would have even played it. Like Second Extinction, mm-hmm. they kind of dropped that on Game Pass. It's kind of janky and whatever. It's like mm-hmm. multiplayer dinosaur well, you're shooting game. Dinosaurs. It's so <laughs> it's so perfect for Game Pass. Yeah. It's not good enough for me to give them sixty dollars, but it is perfect for me to download and play a few times. It's yeah. I love Game Pass so much. I can tell you this: I since I got my Series X, I can tell you how many games I've purchased for my Series X. Zero, like, <laughs> absolutely zero. I, I it's almost like a rule. It's like I don't buy games for that one. That's the one that has the Netflix for games on. It. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, and I love it. I absolutely adore it. Yeah, it's it's like PlayStation is the thing that just sucks money into it. It's like a vortex that spins in my entertainment center that just sucks money in. But uh, okay, why don't this we... is unlikely? I'll just say one more. This is unlikely, yeah. but Microsoft getting Breath of the Wild. <laughs> this is, and that's one of those ones where one? I'm like, I don't think Breath of the Wild so. one. It, yeah. it gets a yeah. Okay, I, mean, I like I think this. this is, it'll run. It's unlikely. It'll actually run at sixty on a Series <laughs> X. So yeah, I'm I'm all in. That's yeah. true. That one I feel like is less likely than Sega. Conker's big birthday. That's the that is my that's my wild prediction. Nick, you got one. I, I, I Shadow the Hedgehog in Halo is all I've got. <laughs> yeah, that's big. Damn, damn, you're right. Okay, uh, why don't we move on to uh, in lieu of Sony not being there, uh, Square. I feel like is a type of Sony proxy in a way. There's like mm-hmm. uh, definitely whatever they announce is most likely going to end up on. Uh, on PlayStation, although there was rumors that X, that Microsoft was going to buy Square at one point too, I think. But I don't know that that would ever happen. I, well, but that, but yeah. you know, maybe, less, seems so maybe I'll eat those likely. words. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, do we have any big predictions for Square? I mean, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to see something for about Final Fantasy 16. I, I actually don't mm-hmm. think we're going to see Final Fantasy at the Square Showcase, and if we do, it'll be a quick mention because I think that honestly, they they probably pop up in like a Sony conference. If I had to guess, I think that they're going to, I think the Square Enix presentation is going to be reserved to a lot of their third party stuff. As far as like, we are a publisher. Uh, Here's a, whatever, Life is Strange 10. Uh, Here's, oh great, yeah. Here's a a Tomb Raider, a new Tomb Raider. I I think it's going to be very much. Legend of Mana remake, remaster. Yeah, I think, I I do think we'll see a lot of their publisher and stuff. I, I would be honest. Again, you guys know me. I'd be stoked to see Final Fantasy 16 um, in any extent, or just them acknowledge anything else that's like an older Final Fantasy game, more so like the Yasumi Matsuno stuff, like Tactics, uh, that Evilist universe. I would love to go back there. Um, but yeah, I don't know that we're going to see Final Fantasy stuff at the Square Enix one specifically. You don't think like even... Because my big prediction was that we we're going to get something Final Fantasy seven remake part two related I mean, something I some so. sort of update i would yeah. hope so but i i'm not holding I feel, you don't think so i feel you like they'll don't take, think so. i feel like sony will be the one to make the big announcement as opposed to the square enix one because i do think sony has more of the clout than square enix but who knows i mean gotcha. it's their own game why wouldn't they show it on their own stage so why not i yeah. don't know I, I i assumed we'd see something i don't know what we would see but something i I think we probably will, but I think Nick's making a great point that we're probably going to see that at Sony's conference. There was that rumored game, the Final Fantasy Souls-like game. Oh, yeah, the the one that's like... People uh, were... The Final Fantasy Gaiden, the the Mystic Quest mm-hmm. era of like, what if we reimagine old Final Fantasy but with an action RPG? I could see. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. They might, I mean, I don't know if they would still give that to Sony, you know, it would be wild if somehow Microsoft could get that exclusivity. I just feel like Microsoft's throwing around so much money. I don't think they're going to touch Square, but uh, yeah, I mean, Square, they could show Final Fantasy 16 at Sony and then maybe at their own thing, talk about this rumored game, which I think they, people are calling Origin, Final Fantasy Origin. Huh. Well, Sony's not going to be there, right? I mean, Sony's not going to be at E3. 
They do have like a presentation. I don't know if it's a few days before or something. Have they announced oh. anything? Let me see. I thought they announced a presentation like mo- like in June. Let me see. I could be wrong here. Don't did anyone quote me on that? Oh, damn I already it. tweeted okay. it out. I'm so uh, sorry. No. Well, did we? Okay, we did tweet it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, push. I don't think they've announced a, a conference yet. Oh, maybe they haven't. But like, oh, I guess I'm wrong. I also feel like Sony is definitely channeling their PS3 era energy and be like, "We'll wait till everyone else goes." <laughs> the, the PS5 yeah. right now feels very much like Sony's like mentality via like uh, the Sony's mentality during the PS3 era, where it's like you're gonna get two jobs to afford this console. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah, <I> will. <laughs> it's it's so weird watching that, right? Because Microsoft was like the scrappy underdog mm-hmm. with 360, and they made one of the most amazing consoles ever and PS3 was absolutely terrible. And then Microsoft made one of the worst <laughs> consoles ever with the Xbox One. And the PS4 was one of the greatest things. And now I don't think it'll completely flip, no, but we're so. kind of back in that mode where Microsoft needs to be scrappy again and Sony's like, yeah, whatever. It's really expensive. Yeah. Microsoft's, so, yeah. Microsoft's <laughs> un- loosening the tie whereas Sony's get throwing on the blazer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Here at Sony, our thing is we're expensive. (laughs) Like, that's not a good pitch to the public. I think, um, yeah, I, if Sony's there, I agree that they will give maybe some bigger announcements like Squarewood to Sony. But if Sony's not there at E3, do you, does that change, Nick, your your opinion of what maybe Sony's going to do at all? Or I'm sorry, what Square's going to do at all? I think if Square were to show anything Final Fantasy, it would be Origin, as Jake uh, described, mm-hmm. and also maybe a title card, whatever weird subtitle they're going to give Remake Part 2. Okay, interesting. <laughs> what about this game for Spoken? Oh, right, this? the one that people thought was like a Final Fantasy fifteen sequel. Um, yeah. yeah, I would love to see more of that because, I, again, that game looks like Final Fantasy 15, and I am one of the few people who actually really likes that game. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, you're a Noctis simp. Oh yeah, I'm a Noctis simp, 100. percent 100. I've watched the movie at least three times, and let me tell you, that movie's really bad, but I still love it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, great. Uh, how about another uh, another just like third party developing company and publisher, Capcom? What do we think? Do we think they're bringing anything? Do we think they're mm. to the table? I, are we going to get a, a, a new Resident Evil announcement? I mean, it's an annual franchise him. at this point, right? So I would assume at least uh, I would assume at least a Resident Evil Four remake, or yeah, I think we'll get a Four remake before we get uh, mm-hmm. Resident Evil Nine. TBH. Yeah. Resident Evil Six D make <laughs> PS One graphics. I that would actually sell me. I've played a lot of Resident Evil Six, and let me tell you, that is a te- like bad game. It's fun <laughs> yeah. because it's like bad, and it's a great co-op uh-huh. game because it's just how laughable it is. But I would a hundred percent be there on a day one for a D make in a PS One style. Oh yeah, oh yeah, give it to me. Um. Yeah, what about, well, I mean, what do we got? Like Monster Hunter, Street Fighter 6. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I don't know why. I'm not excited for really any of Capcom's properties right now. I'm just not in love with any of them. Not a Street Fighter, not a Monster, not a, not a, what about Res? Did you play 8? I didn't play 8. I do want to play 8. That's like the only franchise they have right now, but I can't really play fighting games anymore. Mm. Uh, I just, I felt like, I feel like that's a young man's game. (laughs) Sure. Sure. uh, Yeah. 
Resident Evil uh, and, and then, Pie in the Sky, give me back Mega Man Legends 3, please. Whoa. Please. Whoa. It'll never happen, but right. that game would do very well on the Switch. Yeah. Especially since it was like going to be a 3DS game, but... If they if they did a three and then two like get people excited or hyped, they put out one and two as like oh my a god collection. yes please yeah. that, we should, that could we happen should work right for if they, Capcom guys I feel like we we, we, we should. really should we really <laughs> we tank <should>. them immediately <laughs> they, yeah, it's yeah. all old games that no, no one's one talking wanted about Mega Man guys. Battle we Network Six about. what are you doing we're going all in on a new Breath of Fire get ready. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, I I feel like they made that Zero collection work, and who wanted the Zero games? All, you know all what I of mean? Their like, collections are like I think setting the high bar for what video game collection should be because they're like mm-hmm. you know every single piece of ephemeral video game. If it had Mega Man on it, it like whether it be a, a stamp or just like a, a cardboard cutout in your local mall, it was available to view <laughs> in its entirety in one of the Mega Man Legacy collections, and I love yes. that kind of museum-like uh, preservation of their of their games. I hope I would Can I tell hope you something that, fun? like, yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I when I when I first got those collections, I I was going through their artwork on the Switch, and I was just like, oh my gosh, they got the box art, they got everything here, and I was taking photos on my Switch <laughs> of them. I was like, I'm gonna keep these, and then I realized I was like, why am I? I own the game where they are. Why am I storing them on the thing I'm viewing them on? Like they're if if one of them gets destroyed, they're both getting destroyed. I don't know why I would think this is like preservationist of Dude, me. You just to, gotta post them all to Twitter. That way they're preserved you know, forever that's, online. Well, that's another kind of guy I could be. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> what about uh? What about? I'm sorry, my girlfriend is in the kitchen. I looked up at her, and she's just doing this at me as I'm as I'm talking the whole time. Uh, Warner Brothers, I could do with some new stuff from Warner Brothers. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, they got uh, that Gotham Knights is coming out, so they're going to show that. They might show that Justice League kills, or no, the Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad kills yeah. Justice League. Yeah, yeah, they might show that. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, and then, yeah. uh, and then again, a game I really have a lot of complicated feelings about, but it's just like I'm probably not going to buy it just out of like. I don't know some moral thing, but like the the Harry Potter thing, the Harry Potter oh, video right. game, like that's what I've always wanted from a Harry Potter video game. But now I'm like, oh, man, J.K. Rowling's gonna get some of that money, so I'm like, yeah. I just can't. What do we do about that? But it's all well, it's for- also <laughs> fucked up because like the, the this game was in development before it came out that J.K. Rowling sucked, and like the developers, mm. they didn't know she sucked. <laughs> except for yeah. their lead developer but he's been forced out so now i'm like this is so complicated about a video game like i want to support them because it looks like they're making a good thing but i don't know all right for here's me, the announcement that they, oh. i would like to i don't like harry potter or its world but i do <laughs> like jk rowling so <laughs> i'm in the other boat where i'm trying to figure out like I don't like these characters. Mm-hmm. Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, don't care at all. Yeah, I just want to funnel money to her. How so do you get money I know to her, her the Venmo, fastest? So, yeah. like, I can hook you oh, up. After maybe all this. there you go. Maybe I'll just do. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll just yeah. Venmo J.K. Rowling. Yeah. yeah, and don't Venmo J.K. Simmons because that's a that's easy to do when you're on Venmo. <laughs> Trust me, I've done it. We've all Venmo yeah. J.K. Simmons on accident. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know if if the, maybe if the announcement is, "Hey, we're doing Harry Potter World game," and guess what? Uh, we found a loophole. No money goes to. <laughs> Honestly, if they were to make an announcement of J.K. Rowling gives no money, gets no money from sales of this game, I'd be like, "All right, I'm back in." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things where they're they're showing the trailer of the game, and you know, when they have the words come out like <laughs> yeah. "MMO," blah blah blah. Yeah. J.K. was already paid, so however many times this game sells, she doesn't get any more money. And you're like, well, if she was already paid, yeah, I mean, she's already. Yeah, I think we're good to go. Yeah, I, I am yeah, curious like, about the no Gotham more money Knights, for. J- yeah, or, okay, Gotham Knights. Then, uh, Jake, this is a game that you brought up uh, on this show before uh, mm-hmm. once upon a time. I remember me thinking we were talking about the same game, and I was talking about the Suicide Squad game. Right. Because uh, I didn't know the difference between these two games at all. <laughs> uh, they both seem like games where you play like multiple different people to battling in a similar way in that Rocksteady Arkham engine kind of thing. Uh yeah. Well, we assume, because they haven't shown any gameplay from Suicide Squad, right? right. It's just the trailer. Yeah. I, I think... We just assume because it is rock steady, right? Right. I guess so. I think Arkham yeah. Knight is going to be a game that I think I will have FOMO about because people are getting it on day one. But then like a week later, I'm gonna it's going to be revealed like, oh, the game really is just a Destiny like games as a service style game where they're going to continually update the game. And then I'm going to be like, whew, dodged a bullet there because I just I don't really have the time to commit to only one game in my life because that's just not mm. how I enjoy games. Um, for the people who like Destiny is their life, like I'm so happy that you have that, you know. But it, it's just not right. for me. But I think Suicide Squad is going to be something similar to the kind of experience I got from an Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, and hopefully not Arkham mm-hmm. Knight because man, I did not like that game. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I like I like that game. Okay, uh, I just don't like driving the tank I, the entire time. It's like, hey, yeah. this iconic villain. Where you fight hand to hand this this villain uh, what's his name mm-hmm. uh, the Deadpool ripoff the one with the the sword Slade oh I don't Whoever's, know that guy Stroke? Is. Deathstroke? Deathstroke yes he's like yeah. this wonderful hand to hand combat warrior yeah just pops into a tank is like oh chase me through the city in another tank battle it's like oh man yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I uh, okay what about um. I, what Ubisoft? I, I'm by the way, I, I'm gonna come clean on this show right now. I'm not a fan of Ubisoft stuff. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know You're why. Wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. I know. I might be wrong, but I I cannot get into an Assassin's Creed to save my life. I don't care about Far Cry. I the only thing Ubisoft has right now that I'm kind of interested in is maybe a Beyond Good and Evil two. Like that is like a game I really liked as a kid, and I could easily see myself enjoying You're just a huge but. fan of Joseph Gordon-Levitt is what it is that and or you know what or a Rayman <laughs> give me another Rayman I'll do one of them yeah mm. that guy's got no arms <laughs> you're kidding <laughs> uh, but what about you guys do you guys like Ubisoft you guys could you do you have any big I like ex- Far expectations? Cry I like yeah, Far so Cry six is that the new that six the is the new potential? one it's like in a in a Cuba style like city uh, you know in the Car- Caribbean um it's you know it's really cool because every far cry game has always starred a white dude with a tribal tattoo to some extent which is like <laughs> i love far cry 3 that's probably my favorite far cry but like some of the stuff i'm like Bleh. and also ubisoft has historically taken the stance of 
our games aren't political at all, which is like, that's not really how that statement works. Uh, but they've also yeah. like finally recanted on that position this week with like Far Cry 6 is political, which is just like, dude, <laughs> you guys aren't doing your like uh, storytelling crew any favors here. Like they're working their ass off and you're saying, oh, their story doesn't matter. Actually, just can't. JK, it does. Um, but regardless, I'm excited. <laughs> Suddenly they're like, fuck, our story does matter. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just excited because that game stars like brown people and like you you, yeah. you play as a character named danny rojas which is like also very funny because there's a ted lasso character of that same name. i was just about to say <laughs> man just writing the memes right now it's all gonna be a meme but yeah i'm excited for this you know they got Giancarlo esposito over there he's gonna be the villain and far cry is just always over the top always silly they got a gun that shoots macarena cds and plays the song like that's great i love that didn't like far cry 5 or 4 i love 3 I think I'm going to be in on six. Also, I would really love an Assassin's Creed one remake, but like modernize. I think that game is the most oh, nice. interesting out of all of the Assassin's Creed games because it was very much like, no, this game is like going to be historically accurate and then we're going to get a little bit wacky. And I would love for Assassin's Creed to go back to how historically accurate they were trying to go with that original game because I thought it was truly interesting and like, very different than what that series ended up being. Huh. Wow. Yeah, the closest I've ever gotten to an Assassin's Creed is like 2, where I was like, I think I'm going to play 2. Everyone seems to like this game. It passed me by. And then I had another opportunity with Black Flag. Everyone liked that game. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. Pass me by. And then at some point, it was just like, I think I'm just whatever it is about the aesthetic or like, there i don't know just something about it like i never i was never able there was a barrier there and a, a, a mm-hmm. wall so to speak that i couldn't i couldn't cross and i play everything if only for 5 minutes i'll play it but like for whatever reason ubisoft games never never really got into them i think uh but if i hear good things and i mean it has to be better than like a valhalla or a or a odyssey or a origins thing i'll i'll, I'll get into an, a far cry 6 or a, a a new assassins creed game i'm not above it <laughs> just whatever it is it just they just haven't sold yet can't they, yeah. yeah they they Well you missed like them the, too you did miss a few of the yeah, i mean black flag i feel like was the perfect entry point to assassins creed yeah. if you didn't jump in originally cuz it right. was just so good Right. And I, yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Uh, maybe you guys would disagree with this, but I feel like the idea that like that and Watch Dogs and like all these, they, they're all like the same type of yeah. game, just repaleted. Mm. They're very similar. Make, makes me, it turns Climb me Climb a tower, to see them. all the objectives in an area, yeah. and then slowly clear out a map. Uh, totally. I, I would hope that they've kind of learned from that because they've done the thing where they're taking a break with franchises where like Assassin's Creed is no longer an annual franchise. It is like an every other year. And I think that they've done a good job of dramatically shifting what each of their franchises can be. And I think we're going to start mm-hmm. to see that with everything else they're doing. I honestly just kind of want to see more of the Tom Clancy stuff. Everyone wants a new Splinter Cell. I want a new Splinter Cell. It's never going to happen again. I don't know why. Mm, They're not going to give mm. that to me. Uh, but maybe we'll get like a, a new uh, Ghost Recon or something. It's been a minute. <laughs> well, it's been a minute. We will get to see Quarantine, Rainbow Six Quarantine, oh, man. which I think could be really cool. Because mm-hmm. Siege was so Siege good. Was fun. I didn't yeah. know oh, man. It, what Siege was going to be. And man, I think Siege was just such an amazing game. So I can't wait to see what they do with Rainbow Six Quarantine. Quarantine's I think like that's going to be really one, cool. Maybe? 
question mark? Yeah. Something, something like that. It's, it's yeah. like my favorite type of movie, though. You have people who are holed up in a building because Siege is basically about how do I get in a building to, to kill the people? And now, I, hopefully, again, like just based on what I think the game is, what if I'm now trapped in the building and I have to try and get out and fight the zombies? That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. that sounds really fun to do with friends, mm-hmm. for sure. And then they're they're going to show the division free to play game oh, Heartland, Heartland yeah. I think. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see. I think the division is a really cool series that this might uh destroy it, but they're I think they're trying to throw a Hail Mary with it and like can we make something happen with the division here? Yeah. I like the division as far as like a, division, yeah. a concept but I remember playing the demo for the uh, first Division game, and when I shot a dude in the head and he didn't die and I had to shoot him 40 more times, and then I was like, I don't think... Like, I think it doesn't <laughs> I, It doesn't work for a Tom Clancy game because Tom Clancy games have mm-hmm. always been very, uh, to some extent, like Simi, where it's, you know, Ghost Recon, take three shots and you're done. Like, you're going to be hurting. In Rainbow Six, take a couple shots, you're done. So... The fact that it was very bullet—it's an RPG. It's not really a shooter. It's an RPG. So the fact that it wasn't—it didn't have that same feedback for me. Didn't work. But I wish I was in a division the same way I wish I was in a Destiny two because I feel like the people who are in are having a great time. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention, of course, the possibility of them. I don't think they'll have anything to show, but they're working on that open world Star Wars game that is most likely the Mandalorian or something in that universe. So there could be something shown from that. They say the Division team is the one who's got the Star Wars license, I believe. Oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, because yeah, EA doesn't have it anymore, and it kind of went like this. So we might Uh. see some actual cool Star Wars announcements or that KOTOR... Remake, that's not Ubi, but some cool Star Wars stuff at E3. You're totally right. I completely forgot about that. We'll probably see a Fallen Order 2. Did you, Jake, did you not like that last Star Wars game, the Squadrons game? Oh, no, it's not good. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of boring. I liked it for the first bit, but it's just, it's not Rogue Squadron. I think it... I think it's kind of boring, and that's unfortunate. I think that it's uh, it's not the worst game ever made, but yeah, I feel like something really bad to say about a, a piece of media or art or whatever is just that eh, it's boring. not very good. I'd never recommend you it's check it really, out. Like I'd rather talk about something I yeah, hate yeah, or love yeah. than something that's like it's just nothing. It's not memorable. It's that's like everything. I mean, if it's boring or unmemorable, then it's that's the worst. That's the curse. You don't yeah. want to have that curse on. You don't have that stink on you. You'd rather be hated. You'd rather be Ed Wood than <laughs> I don't know the guy who made the movie Crash. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't yeah. know who did that. Yeah, uh, whatever that guy's name is. Uh, okay, wait a minute. Any any other interest in any other developing team or property that isn't Nintendo? I feel like that's the we got to end on Nintendo and big. O- only thing the quick mention. Um, I know EA hasn't announced anything, but I would probably shed a tear if they revealed a, a title card for like a Titanfall three. Please, oh, oh. Apex Legends is so popular. Please, just give us another Titanfall respawn. They got the money, you know. Um, I think the XCOM leak sounds really cool. 
So that's XCOM. the XCOM. Uh, yeah, well, there's an XCOM style Avengers game oh, that 2K Firaxis. is making. Yeah. So I think that could be really, really cool. And I think Elden Ring is going to be talked about at that uh, Jeff Keighley event, right? Oh, is it? Okay. What is what is that I, event I called? Would, like I would honestly have... Game Summertime? Is Game Fest. <laughs> game Fest. That's I, what game it is. Fest. I would have put money on Elden... I completely forgot about it. I, I'm a huge Dark Souls uh, Bloodborne yeah. fan. Uh, yep. I would put money on Elden Ring at the Xbox conference. I could mm. see that. Mm. Yeah. Did you guys play that Demon's Souls game? I did not. I, did. I have it, and I yeah. have not played it. It's I'm like great. you, Jeremy. Like I bought something, and I haven't <laughs> used it. You should it. check it out. I mean, let's be honest. I love to buy things that I don't use or touch or play or even open sometimes. It's pretty good. Oh, nice. uh, you should check it out. <laughs> I did play that, though. I did play that all the way through. I like I liked the heck out of that. Jeez. What a great time. Hmm. Elden Ring, huh? I could, I could see my I could see myself getting into an Elden Ring. <laughs> well, I like that. I like to hear that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> all right, Nintendo time or what? I think so. Okay. Now, what are we thinking? Switch Pro or Switch No? Are we are we are we getting ourselves into a nice new comfortable modern era Switch, or are we sticking with the old junker we have on the on the dock? I think we're going to get an announcement of the Switch Pro probably soon, but before mm-hmm. their actual direct. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. I, I heard the big rumor was it was supposed to be today. I heard I, I literally every day this week, people were like, I heard a rumor was going to be revealed today. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, just, I don't even want to talk about Nintendo because I worry that me just uttering the words Breath of the Wild <laughs> 2 will delay another six yeah. months. Uh, yeah. Do do you want that game so much? Like, are you so excited about Breath of the Wild too? I am a simp for Breath of the Wild. Okay, <laughs> I love Breath of the Wild. I love that game, but I gotta say, I will play it when it comes out. Yeah. But I'm not like, I'm not. I'm I'm so much more interested in almost any other Nintendo first party property oh, that they could they could not no pa- papa want it now papa hungry you want it okay <laughs> papa You're wants hungry, it now you need it uh, i, I need do it. think that that game would probably be if it's if it is announced i think it would be announced alongside whatever this new switch is because i couldn't think yeah. of a better way to kind of say hey we're planting mm-hmm. our flag in the sand new switch and guess what you can finally play a zelda game in 60 frames per second enjoy <laughs> yeah yeah. I'm curious, why do you think they would announce before their big Nintendo Direct? Are they just trying to win another news day or do they want to just talk about completely separate things? Like why why do the announcement like that when E3 is so soon? The only reason why is because I could have swore I saw like a news story that went around pretty prominently early this week, like Monday of hey, Nintendo is going to announce a Switch Pro. And it's not going to be discussed during their direct. And then the speculation was it's going to be um, announced beforehand. That way, their direct can focus on just games. Okay. Okay. I I see, but that I I both do and don't get that in a way. You know what I mean? Like, Like, like why? How different could a Switch Pro be? Is it not just hey, here's this the better Switch? It can play in 4K and 60. Like, I don't imagine this is going to be a reinvention of 
their hardware on a fundamental level the way it was from like Wii to Wii U or Wii U to Switch. I do think this really is just going to be like a, you know how there's the 3DS and the 3DS XL? I think this is going to be in that same line where it's just... Hey, this is just better. Or the, or like, the, no need to no yeah. need to like uh, commit to a forty minute presentation on why four K is better than ten eighty p. It just is. <laughs> I'm just yeah, looking at it from actually, like a show stopping oh. point of view. Like that's a show stopper. It's like, hey, new switch, and it but, does this and this. Whatever, move on. <laughs> I think Nick's right though. It that actually isn't really a show stopper. If it is just like a mid range, like it's like the PS4 to the PS4 Pro. That wasn't a showstopper. It was cool, yeah. but it just, if it is kind of like a, yeah, like a stopgap where they're just updating it a little bit, it's not really a new jump in hardware. I, I actually can kind of see that now. That makes more sense to me that they'd announce it before. I could see it if Nintendo was the first on the market to say, we are the first console that's doing 4K at 60 frames per second, but they're playing to some extent catch up. I know they're playing two different ball games, but no one's really impressed by 4K 60 anymore. It's kind of what's people are expecting that from people now. So, like, yeah, why make it a big uh, selling point? It's just just a matter. Mm-hmm. It just it just is. <laughs> I guess we don't. I guess I mean like I we've heard so much like Bloomberg reports on like oh what this console is going to be packing and stuff. I I don't know. I feel like to me a huge update to the portable like resolution and frame rate mm-hmm. would I mean, give be me a that big OLED deal. baby. Basically, give me a Vita two style screen. Yeah, like the Vita is oh. the sexiest screen I think I've ever yeah. held in my hand. Yeah. So if you give me and also so Vita means life. It's, so. Vita means life, baby. Even RIP and you know, water. Pour one out and water. <laughs> <laughs> pour one out. Pour some water out on that life. But so you, I think uh, I could. I I don't know. I guess I'm I'm kind of split. I I guess I kind of understand. Okay, if it's if if it's not that big of a deal. Like, if it is just a new Nintendo 3DS to a 3DS or whatever, sure. I guess don't put it in your direct on E3. But also, if you're Nintendo and you've already clearly been kind of struggling with, like, getting shit out during the pandemic, why not just, like, punch, 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 like, everything, lock everything into this direct. You're telling me ARMS 2 is going to be announced? I guess I am. <laughs> Is that crazy? Yeah, hey, you know what? I love ARMS. Great. That would be crazy. Great if ARMS song. 2 got announced. Great theme I, song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we see any big first party titles get announced? Do we do we see uh, a new Metroid Kirby? Prime 4, please? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please. Metroid, because they teased, how long ago did they tease Metroid Prime like 4? Like two years ago. Yeah, it feels like a round the time where maybe they could show something. Retro. Something? Retro, please. Yeah. <laughs> we need you. Give me a little Samus turns into a ball and just kick it, kick the rock down the, the down the line a little they, bit. They, I, they, I don't know. I I have no idea. What 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 would shock you? What would just be I mean, I guess Nintendo's a hard one because I think anything would shock me. Yeah, they do a good job of uh, really lowering your expectations <laughs> constantly. We music I mean, too. We're gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna see Splatoon again, of course. I don't we're want that. See, I, I, don't I like Splatoon. That. Take you I take like, that I back. Love, you take I love that Splatoon. back, sir. I, oh, I love Splatoon. I do not want to see <laughs> a Splatoon three. I don't want to see any amount of time given. We already to that. know it's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it looked identical to Splatoon 2. <laughs> it looked identical. I don't want to see any more. I want to. 
I want something like a new property would be fun, but also just like, hey, we're doing a 2D Metroid game. Like that's oh something that I know Connor had been talking about. Like, what if we did a new 2D Metroid? Resurrect Metroid hmm. Dread, put it on the Switch, call it a day. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that'd be oh, that would own. Ugh. That'd be so yeah. good. Uh Earthbound. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, two. it'll never happen. Earthbound, they'll never touch again. Never, never, ever. Mother, th- no, no mother they three. don't care. No mothers they just don't care. They don't care about the people who like that game. I, <laughs> yeah. I wish, I wish they would, because when I think about Nintendo right now, there actually isn't a ton that I'm crazy for. You know, I mean, yeah. I can't think of. I would love for them to announce something like that, but I think we're just gonna get. A lot of stuff we already kind of know about. I, Maybe it, they'll show a little Pokemon, but they've yeah. been keeping that to the Pokemon. Pokemon Arc- well, that know. game's supposed to, like, there's rumors that the new Pokemon open world game is supposed to come out in, like, January of 2022. Mm-hmm. So, like, this would actually be a good way to, a good time to showcase that. I'd be in on that. I, I'd check it out. Why not? I didn't really like Sword and Shield, but, you know, I'll give it a shot. Oh, yeah, I know. If they show, if they showed any of that, I'd be, I'd be. I'd be super into it. But they typically it, it, it do their own me. Pokemon Direct, though, so I don't think that that's yeah. going to happen. I mean, I think I mean, the only fine, thing but... that would like that would shake me outside of a Breath of the Wild 2, which, by the way, I think if they show Breath of the Wild 2, I think it's going to look different than what we saw at that one E3 two years ago. I think this, Do you think it'll look like Breath of the Wild 1 at all? Do you think it'll be in the same engine? I, I think it will be in the same engine, but I think that that game, I think a lot of what we're we saw already... I wouldn't be surprised if it just got scrapped and I'm like, nah, we changed our mind. Yeah. <laughs> or that was just like the intro to the world turns upside yeah. down and it looks suddenly different. Completely yeah. different. Yeah. A hundred percent. But I, otherwise, I can see that. I want whatever the next evolution of Mario is after Bowser's Fury because I had a pretty good time oh, with yeah. Bowser's Fury. If there were like, yeah. we decided to make an evolution of that into its full game, into a full game, like Odyssey 2 or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd be pretty hyped about that. Okay, here's a soft pitch. You're 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 a little Pokemon guy. You're your trainer, and you're it's 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 the new open world Pokemon game. You're sneaking through the grass. And I'm in. You th- you see a little Pikachu running across the screen. You throw your ball. You catch the Pikachu. You turn around to the camera, and who is it? It's Mario. What Oof, about that, Mario? That's the worst. Pokemon. I'm so upset about, about that, that idea. That? <laughs> what about that? And he goes, "Let's go, let's go." He says that, but let's he doesn't say "let's go." He lo- he says it just like that. Pokemon. <laughs> okay, hear me out. The po- oh, Pokemon, no. <laughs> Pokemon, let's go, Pikachu, and let's go, Eevee didn't do as well. Let's go <laughs> as quite as well as what they wanted. But Pokemon, let's go, Mario. Let's- <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. Now you've got my now attention. I'm back in. How yeah. did I get back in? Yeah, we're back in. Uh, thank back you in. so much for to playing my game. Mario's yeah. iconic lines. Mario's iconic. Yeah, spaghetti. Yeah. Um, he what? says that I, I don't know. 64. I, <laughs> again, any any announcement like an Odyssey DLC, an Odyssey two, uh, like literally anything I think would flip my brain inside out. Like just the idea that they thought we would want it, but I do want it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. It, they they tend to like go so rogue, like. It's so weird to me that we have a new Pokemon Snap game <laughs> and no one gives a shit. <laughs> like, yeah. like they just they didn't care about it at all, really. It seems like they just threw it out. Like that to me could have been a huge thing, but 
their priorities are clearly I don't understand them. They're like all over the map. They're, they're, so that's what makes it so hard to predict. They're a company where I don't really find myself fantasizing about any games that they're going to announce, but I think that they're the company with when they do announce something, it usually throws me for a loop of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. This is so exciting. Like it's the only, mm-hmm. I think, anna- the only company that has the ability to like channel that child Nick that's somewhere deep inside that's just like, yeah. oh wow, video games are pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do that really well. I totally agree because I'll be like, ah, Nintendo, who cares? And then all <laughs> of a sudden they do release something. I'm like, Nintendo makes me feel like I felt when I played games as a kid. Yeah, They're, like playing the switch. I kind of felt like that. I, I really love the switch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think Nintendo's nailed that. There is one game that they have announced already that I would love to see them talk about. Because I don't know if they've kind of canceled it or what they're doing with it, but I really want them to tell me when the Pokemon MOBA is coming out. Oh, yeah, that's right. I want to play the Pokemon MOBA. I know it's going to be garbage. I know it's mm-hmm. going to be like free to play. It's going to cost $8,000 to get all the Pokemon. I just want to play the Pokemon MOBA. They're going to be so MOBA. much richer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. It's going to be brutal. The I, the pricing, the monetization in that game is going to be brutal. I just <laughs> know it. Yeah. Uh, one last thing is this is still Zelda's thirty-fifth birthday, right? Mm. So we still, I mean, beyond Breath of the Wild two, we have that Skyward Sword thing coming out. Do we think they're going to honor uh Zelda in any other way? Do we have any kind of prediction? Are the, is is Grezzo gonna do a Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons, oh. Link's Awakening sort of remake situation? Are we gonna see a 3D All Stars? I think it's gonna be a 3D All Stars cheap money grab of hey, all the N64 Zelda games are in one collection. <laughs> also with yeah, we, Twilight Princess. Have fun. Yeah, we we ported them and they look worse somehow. <laughs> and, <laughs> they play and, worse. And, and, <laughs> this, uh, old games don't hit 60 on new hardware. <laughs> no, they don't. Like we I, refuse. I, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I played the hell out of uh, Mario sixty four, Sunshine, and Galaxy on my Switch. But mm-hmm. like, why is why is Sunshine dropping frames in Delfino Plaza on modern hardware? I was like, I could do this on oh. my on a Dolphin emulator ten years ago. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. It hit because it hits good that way. Also, Nick. like Mega Man yeah, drops. Frame. Mega Man has the, the whole museum style presentation. Like, how does Mario not get that respect? Well, we got a cool-looking menu. <laughs> you can listen to the uh, soundtrack one at a time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Jake. What do you think? Any Zelda? Any Zelda love? Anything you're excited about Zelda-wise? Um, that's a series I've kind of fallen off. Honestly, yeah. I don't love Zelda. I uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I wish I liked it more because I don't. feel like everybody loves it, and uh, I liked it when I was younger. Yeah. But I don't like it that much. You just don't apologize now. to me. You're just woke. apologize to her. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm woke now. He's yeah, you're Zelda woke. woke. I got woke, and there's just like I don't know. There's stuff going on with Zelda that um, <laughs> isn't okay. <laughs> sure, sure. I feel like we need to do something about Zelda. Yeah. Why not Zelda call Ganon? it Link? You know, like the you know why is it always about her? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Great point, Nick. Why is it always about her? And I feel like it's a good place to end. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. That was sarcasm, please. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for listening to Video Games at Comedy Show. I feel like I got to throw it to my guest one last time. Any predictions 
that we want to throw out before we roll credits on this episode? Anything we didn't get to? Anything we didn't get to touch on? Maybe EA does something exclusive at Microsoft. So maybe we see them drop Dragon Age ah. or Mass Effect. I mean, I can't imagine they'd make them exclusive, but mm-hmm. they got to talk about Dragon Age 4 soon enough, right? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say the next DLC fighter will be revealed and detailed for uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> Because I feel like very it's been safe. Do you have now? How about <laughs> an actual fighter? Who do you think it could be? Uh, I think it's going to be uh, the Konami logo. It's going to be Sora from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> okay, Ooh. all right. Uh, I guess my last minute prediction is that uh, Sega is actually going to buy Nintendo <laughs> in a weird series of events. It's going to be a whole thing, and uh, people are going to be mad until they're not. Uh, yeah. so I guess that's going to do it for the show. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a blast getting to chat with you fellas. Why don't you go ahead and just plug your dang dingers off one at a time. Nick, let's start with you. What do you got going on? Uh, just follow me everywhere. Uh, at advent, Nick, that's about it. Beautiful. Jake Sprague. Yo, uh, follow me on Twitter at Jake Sprague and my YouTube, uh, youtube.com. I actually got the domain there, youtube.com <laughs> slash Spragles, uh, S-P-R-A-G-E-L-S. I do a lot of gaming stuff on there, and it's a ton of fun. Yes, and you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more of it and you want to pay for that content, you can certainly do so at patreon.com slash Radio, where we do a ton of bonus shows. We do a weekly bonus show called Super NPCs, where... Connor and I talk about a video game topic of our choosing week to week. We also are doing a bi-weekly show called The Legend of Zelda Games Club, where we go around the horn with some beautiful guests and talk about Legend of Zelda games. Uh, Currently, we've finished up through Link's Awakening, and we're about to hit Ocarina of Time. Uh, Speaking of Connor McCabe, he is a lovely fellow who produces at least the streaming portion of this show on cons is cool 69 twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69 you can also follow him on twitter at connor uh, underscore mccabe and listen to his show call me by your game on anywhere podcasts can be found anyways thank you so much we'll see you next week Uh, hopefully (laughs) am i right hopefully we'll see you next week i mean what do you mean? Unless Jake just turned you off so much you'll never listen to the show again. I don't know. I don't know if that That's happened. That's impossible. But crazy. Can't, can't imagine that happening. I mean, did it happen? If it did, email us. This but is I mean, cra- that would be assassination. Would be weird if it did. But if it did, I mean, let me know. It All might right, have. Well, th- okay. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks everyone uh, for listening. to this show. It's, yes. uh, it's incredible that you've all been here. Mm-hmm. It's just been kind of a wild ride. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. We'll be back next week. Who do we have next week, Jeremy? Oh, well, we have, of course, a rotating panel of guests. And uh, it won't be the same week to week. But, hey, if you're a fan, you know that. (laughs) Anyways, we'll we'll get you next time. Well, there we go. That's the show. So we'll see you all later then. And that's been the show. And goodbye. And cut. Okay. And print. Print, And there we go. And thank you all for watching. Okay.